0: Hey, welcome to the LifeWay Student Ministry Podcast. I'm Ben Trueblood, here with John Paul Basham. Yo! And Julie Plunk. Yo! We are with you for another episode uh, here and excited to be here with you. So uh, if you haven't taken just a second to head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review, we sure would appreciate that. It helps uh, other people that are searching for student ministry content find the podcast when they search for that on iTunes. So thanks in advance for doing that if you haven't yet. And thanks to everybody who already has. We appreciate it very much. While you're there, make sure you let us know what you think. And we we do this for y'all, the student ministry leaders. And so we would love to get better continually for you. Uh, you can connect with us on social media. If there are topics you want us to cover on the podcast. Uh, or any feedback you want to give at student ministry on Twitter and we'll get you to where we are. So with all that, one of the things that I think uh, is important to talk about in this very unique moment in student ministry is uh, what is already naturally a transition moment for a lot of people, uh, for a lot of families. And it's already kind of a difficult moment for some and a happy moment for others. And all of that kind of mixed in together and that's the graduation moment. What happens in your student ministry as seniors transition through graduation out of student ministry and into the next chapter of their lives? And so you, as a student pastor, already understand that that is a significant moment in the lives of families at your church. Uh, it's a significant moment of, in the lives of families in your community. It's an awesome opportunity to reach people at this moment. You all have people that when you do your graduate recognition day, there are families that show up that haven't been, you know, the student hasn't been to your student ministry in like three and a half years. Or (laughs) just
1: the total, do you go here? Really?
0: (laughs) That's right. Because it's, you know, grandma wants them to walk across the stage at the church where grandma's super active and. Uh, So all of that happens around and is beginning to ramp up around this time of year. And here is the reality is there, there could be a chance that public graduations don't happen this year or are very different than what they've been in the past, as well as a lot of other moments that seniors typically have in the final semester and final weeks of their senior year. Significant things like senior prom. Uh, we mentioned graduation, like just closure uh, for this chapter of life. Graduation kind of provides the punctuation mark for people to be able to say, okay, like I've finished this chapter and I'm moving on. And the Dr. Seuss quotes that happen at every graduation around our country are are something that, that could be missed. So this very unique moment in student ministry, I think should cause us And cause student ministries to be asking the question, how can I make this last month and a half or so special for the seniors in my ministry, knowing that there are going to be a lot of these milestone, some might say capstone type of 12th grade events that are either really different or not happening at all? And so that's the question today on the podcast that I'd like us to wrestle with is just thinking through what can we do in this moment to serve. Twelfth graders and their families really well it's a special moment for them, and there the reality is it's going to be different in some way
1: Ben I really like this topic because I think it's something that can potentially get overlooked in the rush of just trying to figure out how you're going to do church in this weird season of life and so there's there's been and and maybe a lot of churches are getting to the end of the scramble now for just. How are we going to continue forward, and what does ministry look like, and how do we still have our weekly programming and and just connect with our people? But this is one of those things that I think is there's potential on both sides there's potential for great ministry impact, and there's potential to really miss the mark with your seniors. And our seniors, we already know our seniors are a crowd that are ready to check out already the senioritis. Man, and this has given them a head start on it's I'm already the red
2: carpet has been rolled out. (laughs) They're like, This is great. I'm practically already in college. Let's go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this is a crowd that's already I mean, it's Mr. Checkout City already. And so (laughs) one very much. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's important for student pastors to make sure that they are speaking to this in a super intentional way because the research that we put out showed a lot of gaps in what we're doing to speak into the lives of high school seniors moving into that college transition and what that does in keeping them engaged in their faith and in the body of Christ. And so there is a great opportunity for student pastors to do this really well in this moment and make sure that we're still shepherding our kids correctly. There's also there's a great opportunity for you to fill a gap that and, and an emotional need Um, and a milestone need that the school is just not able to fulfill in this moment. And so some of these milestone moments that your seniors are going to walk through and that all of us that have already been through that graduation moment can look back to and remember really fondly, a lot of us, some of us maybe not, but you look really fondly at some of those last moments. This is the last time I'll ever fill in the blank helping your students still have those moments can be an incredible relational connection point between you and those seniors that you would not typically have. So I think this is an important thing to talk about.
0: Yeah, John Paul, you mentioned the the last fill in the blanks. Um, and I think that's a really important thing to consider and the way, and a way to look at it because you know, there are some already that are like, you know what, this is it for me. I'm over high school. I'm over COVID nineteen, and I'm just going to turn the page. Uh, and so it's yeah. going to be. I think it's going to be harder to keep twelfth graders connected to your ministry for the next two months than it has ever before, because of that. Because of that mindset. And I think if we take the approach that you mentioned. And how can we help this group of people kind of recapture and reclaim some of those last moments? Then I think that's a way that, that student ministries can really reach and have the, the quote, last word to students before they, before they exit out. To offer those moments of closure before they go on and move to the next phase of life. So let's talk about some of those specific ones. Uh, and again, just to get you as student ministry leaders, your minds thinking along this along this path. Uh, and here's the, here's I'd like to say this too. I think it'd be it, John Paul's right. It would be really easy for this uh, for this specific topic to be overlooked because of the busyness of just trying to keep up with all the stuff. You're juggling a lot right now as a student pastor. Keep all of the things that you're juggling in the air. Uh, This could be one of those things that's overlooked or the first or second week of May could happen and the shelter at home thing is lifted. And in our excitement and enthusiasm of getting back to normal, this could be overlooked Mm -hmm. because we're, we're finally back and we're able to do what we've been wanting to do this whole time and all of that stuff. So I think some strategic thought around this is super important, and and here are some things, some areas that I think would be helpful for you as student ministry people to uh, to consider. And just those lasts. So, um, what about senior prom? Uh, like I went to a Christian school, so we had junior senior banquet instead of <laughs> instead of prom, and no, there was dancing no dancing allowed. There was no dancing, <laughs> but what oh, happened? What
2: a bummer.
0: Well, here's how they got around it. The parents would reserve the ballroom right next door to where the banquet was, and we'd just all walk out and next door to the ballroom, and that's where the dance would be. And it was the non-school-sanctioned, parent-supported <laughs> dance. So we still, had, we still got that experience. Uh, that's great. Probably I- toned down some, but there was still dancing.
2: As a high school senior, and this isn't everyone, but I would be way more bummed about missing prom than graduation. I would not care about graduation, but missing my senior prom, I'd be like, no. (laughs) I like loved prom.
1: This is all, (laughs) this is personality profile right here.
2: It is. It really is.
1: (laughs) What about you, John Paul? If you, given
0: the choice, graduation or prom, what were you most excited about?
1: Oh, I could have cared less about graduation. Man, When so I just finished up, shamefully, a master's degree (laughs) that should have been done 10 years ago. (laughs) And graduation.
0: Finished, bro. You finished.
1: That's right. Finished the race and trying to make myself turn in the application for PhD. um, That'll only happen... That'll only happen if my wife continues to encourage me to that end, because school is really special in my eyes, really special. I'm still in the, I'm still in the dugout on, on that next level degree. I'm like, oh. But yeah, my mom was like, if it's the last thing I do, I'm gonna see you walk across the stage and get a diploma, because I didn't, I didn't wanna be there for high school graduation. I refused to walk for my undergrad graduation. And the only reason we were gonna do the master's graduation is because my mom was like threatening my life. Luckily, COVID came in and <laughs> uh, saved the day then, there. If there's any bright spot there, it's that I did not have to do graduation in Lynchburg, Virginia. Well, yeah, because you would have had to like fly. I mean,
0: that's a, a whole ordeal. Yeah, to Now they had a
1: dance, I don't know. I might have showed up for the dance.
0: <laughs> so what uh so I, I will readily admit okay if most churches try to replace a senior prom that didn't happen with a prom like event at the church it's going to be a cheesy less fun imitation of the event <laughs> So let's go ahead and get that out there at the beginning. The goal here would not be to replace a duplicate of this. Um, We can't do, most churches are not going to be able to do that and shouldn't. So let's just get that out there. But I would like to talk about like, what are some ways that student ministries could address this really significant thing in a lot of people's lives? I mean, Julie, like you still, you look back and you, a minute ago, like you were joy-filled when you remembered your senior prom.
2: I loved it. So (laughs) like,
0: so what are some things that, that student ministries can do in order to provide a kind of experience that would, that would give seniors that moment that they look back a decade from now and go, man, that was really cool that we did that.
2: I mean, it's, it's hard knowing that people may not be coming together for however many uh, weeks or or whatever we're talking. But I do think that TikTok is a great option that people can utilize in a fun way that is, I don't know if it's like a TikTok dance competition or if you ask, This people may think this is ridiculous, but ask them to dress up to do their TikTok dances in their like dresses and tuxes or suits or whatever, and just be silly and make it fun. Uh, I would look back on that and be like, gosh, what a crazy experience, but it was so much <laughs> fun. I got to laugh at my friends and they got to laugh at me and it was just great. So. Okay. So I, I, thought of.
0: I love where you took this because in my head, I'm thinking, okay, if we miss the date of senior prom and schools can't reschedule it, but people are still allowed to be in person together, what does the church do to help support them? And I love so much the direction that you just took this because here's the reality, all the girls already have their dresses. Absolutely. So pulling off like what you just, like I love that idea. And that's something that you could do even if schools still pull together in the last moment and have them, it's like, that's still something that could, that could be done. I love that idea.
1: That's so I fun. Do too. TikTok prom could be a big deal. TikTok and I can even see them like duetting with each other. Yes.
2: There. Yeah. I, okay, even, so. I mean, I'm assuming, that, I don't know. Y'all probably know more than me. Have the guys, most guys already asked girls to go to prom by now. Have I think, happened? I, I don't well, know. This it might've been a little early. Okay. I think
0: it depends on if they're, so I know this is not a like it or spike it. If you're a listener to the podcast, <laughs> that's a segment that we do on this, but it just popped into my head.
2: I would love y'all's opinions on the promposal. Mm. So
1: hard. I'm all about some creativity on something like that but i do feel like some of the promposals have been over the top and i'm like what's left when you like propose for marriage (laughs) like you got nowhere to go
0: that's right (gasps) julie what is your promposal opinion
2: i actually think it's really fun i wish promposals were a thing when i was in school (laughs) because i love prom so much i would have loved to been promposed to in a really unique (laughs) way
1: (laughs) <laughs> Instead you just got the so uh you wanna go to prom?
2: I mean, I did have guys that asked really sweetly and uniquely and use their talents and whatever, but not like to the level of like a helicopter dropped a note and it turned into a dove and whatever else. But um, Wow. Yeah, I don't Magic
1: mean. and Aviation all That's- in one Promposals. That is some, that is some David Blaine right there. <laughs> I love it.
0: So how I, about you, Ben? Man, I could do without him. So I you think that'd be a really prom, cool though. thing. You didn't
2: have a prom. It doesn't count.
0: We—that's true. We we had a banquet. Thank you
1: very much. <laughs> I think that'd be a cool thing to add into TikTok prom. That first, you mm-hmm. have like a week of promposals. That they put on TikTok and then the response. So you have to have both of them for the, for it to be official.
2: Or even just on your Insta story. I think that would be really cool. Yeah.
1: And And then then your youth
2: group could repost them.
1: See, I think there's something there. I I do too. I really like this idea.
0: As far as the student ministry, as you think about the prom moment, I do think uh, this idea, something like it, is a good idea to get your mind kind of rolling. And I think as well, uh, if the schools in your areas aren't able to pull something like this off, I do think an event that you host where uh, girls can still dress up and still put you know, put the dresses on and still go with a, with a date or with a group of friends, same with guys. My, they don't really care about the dress up part, but where there's still a together moment because that's where that's ultimately where the memories come from. Like you remember who you went with and you remember the fun time that you had and you remember all of the relational side of it, probably more than the individual moments that happen throughout the evening. But I think there's, there is, say everybody's allowed to meet back together and you know the, the groups of 10 or, or more thing is lifted. Uh, as a student ministry, this could be an option for you uh, to really reach some people and get some people in the doors of your church that may not do that normally or have already checked out. And you could take it even beyond John Paul and say to the other student pastors in your area, like, what if we all got together and did this? and we had kind of something that crossed church lines and crossed even school lines and said, what if we did this for our community of 12th graders together and made it a really big deal? I think that would be something
1: that's pretty cool. I can just see the Instagram live videos, Facebook live videos right now. Yeah, we having a county wide TikTok (laughs) prom. give you the details here in just a minute. Let me let some people shine on here so we can get the communication out. That's, that's right. There
0: that, there would be some of that as well. For sure. It
1: needs to happen. I want to see it. I've got so many ideas about TikTok prom. If I was a student pastor right now, we would be kicking this thing off.
0: It's a great idea. All right. So, So let's talk about graduation itself now for a minute. Uh, Most churches, at least that I'm aware of, do some kind of graduate recognition weekend or Sunday where it does exactly what the title says. They recognize graduates. They usually have them walk across the stage and they uh, give them a Bible or a different college experience book or shameless plug there. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I like it. Or something else, uh, to kind of commemorate that moment, and the just like a graduation, graduation gift for any of your seniors. Yeah, available in bulk. Uh, so they most most of the time that's for families, it's for parents and grandparents rather than the student themselves. But I think there's a lot that could be done in that moment to make it more for the student, too, to make it special, to kind of raise the bar even above where it is because of this moment. And I think that's something, too, that might be great if it hung around even after COVID-19 is over, that we take a an evaluation point of Graduate Recognition Day and say, how can we make this even more special and treat it more like the milestone that it is rather than just, hey, we're going to do a meal for the families and say their names as they walk across the stage, which is meaningful. Like, I don't want, I don't want to dumb that down. It's, it's a good thing, but let's think beyond that. Like what could we do in this moment to really sell them as people knowing that it's going to be a different experience
2: right now? I I mean, I'm sure a lot of, I know all of our kids have had this and a lot of schools have done the parade thing. And I think that's a really Fun idea, no matter what age, and I think getting your adult leaders together—not close together, um different cars—and um and youth leader and even your senior pastor, and literally driving to each seat. Now, if you have a huge youth group, that's gonna be hard. You have to split up, but going to each senior's house and even just yelling out encouragement or throwing out candy or just celebrating them like that publicly in quotes i think would be really special and fun and feel like a really big moment maybe filming it putting it on insta story or even filming it and maybe showing it as a clip during that sunday morning even if you're still doing video that your pastor is recognizing those seniors and maybe showing a clip of that celebrating them even more might be a fun idea
1: yeah i yeah. think that's a great idea huh? i do too um, Along with that, I remember when I played football in high school um, every Thursday before a Friday night football game, a group of cheerleaders would come to all of the varsity team's doors and, like, deck out their door with stuff specific to that game and, and that player. And I think that would be a super cool thing to do, too. And you know you can't go with groups and so I don't you know a small group leader or something can be one leader assigned to a few doors to go to go deck out their door and just make that feel really special but I I think anything like that to really highlight that hey this is important this is a big deal makes them feel special but it also allows you to kind of elevate that moment for when you say okay We've made a big deal about this. Now, why? Let's talk about why this is a big deal, not just not just life transition-wise, but spiritually. As Like Ben, you said, as that milestone. Why is it a milestone? What happens here? What, what are the shifting points that, that you're going to experience?
0: Yeah, I think that the content in all of this is really, really important as you think about launching this group of people to the next phase of their life. And I mean, we here, here are some things we know that this group of teenagers, this generation um, experiences more anxiety than generations before them. Uh, they battle with depression uh, more than generations before them have. Um, they're the most connected generation digitally and in in many ways, the most disconnected people relationally from other generations before them and so all of that with a potentially isolating experience right now in their lives creates this pool of mixture of stuff that the church that student ministries need to speak into and student ministries need to be addressing and then you throw on top of that the anxiety of college and what my next steps are going to be and workforce and am I going into the military? Am I going off to school? Am I moving out? And what am I doing? You have an awesome opportunity here, student pastor, to speak God's word into the middle of that situation and really address specific moments and show them where God's word can be the hope for them for their right now. And that by showing them that God's word can be the hope for their right now, that they would begin to trust his word for more and more right nows for the rest of their life. And so, you know, we've been talking a lot about, fast forward the calendar and graduation season is here in about a month and a half. But these are all things that you could do now as a specific way to reach out to them. And just to say, Hey, you group of seniors, you are special to me. You're special to us as a church. And whether you have graduation and prom and all these things or not, our desire is to show you that we value you in this moment. And there's some specific things that we want to say to you and show you through these actions about that. I, um, I don't know if y'all's neighborhoods are doing like this uh, front porch photo deal. Have you guys? Do you guys know what that is?
2: So no. I was
0: going around, uh, through social media a little bit. Um, and one of the photographers, I mean, there's, I think there's like 77 photographers in our neighborhood, but it's, at least it feels like that on the Facebook page, but, uh, they kind of latched onto it. And one of the photographers said, Hey, if you want us to do a front porch photo for your family, let me know when. And so basically it's just, Hey, we're social distancing, but come out on your front porch and I'll do a quick photo shoot for you and then I'll send you the pictures. And I thought it was a pretty cute idea. Uh, Kristen signed us up for Saturday. So we'll, <laughs> we will have our front porch photo shoot. But just a unique way to remember hey, remember that time we all were in the house for a long time? And it's like maybe there aren't fond memories right now, but I know and am and hoping that five years from now that my kids have some fond memories about mm. moment or that they at least remember it with a level of weirdness when they see a picture. And it's like, Oh, remember that? That was so crazy. But that I, front, front porch senior picture could I be love a cool that. thing.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I don't think there's any doubt. Di- I mean, with the exception of unhealthy homes, right. There's going to be some that, that don't look back fondly because the home dynamic is not great but in those homes where there is a healthy dynamic i think this is gonna be a time that will be treasured maybe not in this moment when students feel like i'm bored and i want to leave and i want to do the things that seniors are supposed to get to do but i have no doubt looking back that the time spent together just the investment in everyone uh in in everybody's family members that's been forced where there's a healthy dynamic is going to be cherished. I I have no doubt. We've done so much more, just little family things. So much more, many more little family things. Many much things. (laughs) In our house together, just because we aren't leaving our house. And it's been sweet. There's been a lot of Like I've seen a lot of traction with one of my boys that is typically the most difficult one. He is like nonstop hugging me, Hmm. you know, Wanting to, daddy let me give you a kiss. Can we, you know, can we play? Can we do this? Can we, he's like in my back pocket where before, because I'm always having to like iron fist him, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just to try to keep him in line. I don't know. The the dynamic has just kind of changed because we're just together so much more. And I think those are good things. That All that said, that was way too many words to get to this point. I think there's a cool opportunity for student student pastors to coach parents in making this senior season special Mm -hmm. and recognizing them as high school graduates. And they're kind of in a place where, I mean, you've got the captive audience, you know, they're there. They're listening, if it's anything like my family dynamic, we all are growing so much closer in the middle of all of this that I think kids probably want to listen a little bit more and are primed for it. So helping them speak well into it is a big deal.
0: So, John Paul, we've spent a lot of time talking about making sure that this moment is special for the teenager, for the, the graduating senior, but the truth is, as well, that part of this equation is making sure that student ministries are pastoring parents in the middle of a huge transition in their life, as well, as they watch this child that they've spent all of this time with move on to the next phase of life. And there's there are unique pastoral moments there towards the parent that could be missed in all of this, as well.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: I know a lot quite a lot of our people at our church they're especially the moms have just been really sad you know they're maybe their firstborn or last born graduating so they have coveted this time like they're like I know that it's not an ideal situation but I'm so thankful to spend more time with my boy like what parent gets this gift right before their child leaves at 18 and may not come back you know so I think people need to be reminded of that there really are only a few more weeks that you're going to have with your kid before they move out. So make it worth it.
1: So Ben, you mentioned just on a super practical side of things, you mentioned graduation recognition or graduate recognition day. How would you pull that off over Zoom or a streaming church service in a way that, that makes them feel special?
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, that's a great question, and I think you could weave the front porch photo shoot into that, so, like, part of it is most, again, most churches, people that I've talked to about this, they play some kind of video, and they show picture, like, the baby picture, and then the graduation picture, or something like that, and I think that's something that you can still create via video, and, like, I think you could get, get your seniors to say, Hey, say something like, can you record a video uh, saying thank you to a parent for this, or thank you to somebody that's poured into your life during your years in, in middle school and high school and put all of those, like what's one thing you're learning right now in the middle of all this and what's, what's something that's been passed on to you. And I think you could come up with a real like meaningful video of all of those seniors, maybe speaking to giving specific messages to a parent or grandparent or guardian or something like that. And, I, you know, John Paul, your your statement earlier about not every home is uh, is a happy one in this moment, and not not every home situation is ideal for something like this. And I think that's something that's always good to remember, even when we talk about, hey, like, say something that your parents have taught you. Like, that's not everybody's context, right And so I think we have to shape it to a context where people can participate and, and all of that. but all that to say, I think that there's a cool, meaningful video moment that you could create in that and that you could that you could use to celebrate the family, celebrate uh, the student, and provide a pastoral moment for the parents. I think too, if we're still in this, you know we're not allowed to gather situation then I think there's something in terms of resources that a church student ministry can put together. Jumping off from our our conversation earlier about lasts, like like what would be an outline for a great last of this chapter conversation that the church could equip a family to have with their 12th grader? And just go ahead and outline that, put some script to it so that you can equip parents, put some meaningful scripture passages in there so that regardless of where the parent is on the spiritual spectrum they're able to have some level of this conversation and you could take the take the approach of if you could write the last paragraph of this chapter how would you write it through a conversation between a parent and a child that focuses them on the gospel and god's word and then write that conversation and put it in the hands of parents to be able Uh, You know, some discussion questions, some conversation questions, things like that. To be able to have that last moment, and I think, for me, when I think about grad graduate recognition day being a family event, it really is the church saying to a family, "How can we celebrate you and come alongside you in that in this
1: milestone?" And for me, something like that would do that really well. I think that's really good, and I agree with you. This is not a moment. I would encourage student pastors to not write off this graduate recognition moment because it, you know, we're already trying to do enough as we're streaming services every weekend or whatever, make this a priority. This is still something that you can, this is one of those places I think Ben, you mentioned earlier, how can we do things better? I think because of the way that churches are going to have to do this, if we're not able to meet still by that time, there's a lot more room for creativity for presenting that student and their family, if possible, and letting them speak to something, you know, very, very specifically about where they're going, where they're moving forward and kind of telling the story of that student and their journey. If, if you know, if you know it, there's always yeah. the ones that you don't know. The graduation brochure is, has always been one of my favorite things when <laughs> When the pictures yeah. pop up of students, like, I, I'm positive they've never been here before. <laughs>
0: yeah. You play bingo with the ones that, that you know have been there the whole
1: time. Yeah, or the ones that send in the picture that's like them standing in front of their Mustang, but the Mustang's really the focus of the picture, and you have to, like, zoom in until it's so pixelated you can't <laughs> figure out their face. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally true. Uh, I love that that's a real life example that we had. Um, anyway, just to echo what you have said, I think this is hugely important for churches to make sure that they pull off well for their students and for the families of their students. I think it serves them well. It it earns you a little bit of relational equity right here in the at the end of their high school career and student ministry career with you that that I yeah. think will bleed over. Into that college transition, I think it's nothing it's nothing but positives, yep, I agree. well, I hope this episode
0: of the student ministry podcast has caused you to think some new thoughts in regards to uh, how to celebrate families, parents, graduates uh, during this season, uh, and I hope that you are able to make this moment special, and that as you have a group of seniors that are about to close this chapter and begin a new one that your impact with them because of the ministry you've done to this point and even the impact that you can have in this last moment before they leave stays with them and points them to god's word continually through the rest of their lives this has been another episode of the lifeway student ministry podcast we'll see
1: you next time